0: Welcome to Coaching Conversations with your hosts, Paul Marks and Tom Yates. Today's episode, Setting Meaningful Goals. Paul, how are you today?
1: I'm good, Tom. It feels like a while since we've done our podcast. I I think um, we let it slip for a few days, a couple of days.
0: (laughs) We did. uh, We have been a little busy, though, so I think we can forgive ourselves a little bit for that
1: we can and and the topic today is is a good one setting meaningful goals as coaches and i think you know for us um very often setting meaningful goals is where the coaching journey starts um, when we're working with our clients
0: yes uh the goal is is the is the path that we are going to take it's the reason that we are going to be coaching someone. It's what hopefully will lead someone towards getting whatever it is, the results they want, which as a coach, that should be our ultimate goal as well.
1: Yeah. I'd like to actually, if it's all right, Tom, today, I'd like to discuss three parts around this. So the first one is, you know, why is it important that we need to set meaningful goals um, with our coaches? Number two is what is a meaningful goal? I mean, You know, we can all set goals, but how do we know whether or not it's a meaningful goal or not? And the the third one is, as a coach, how do we help people to do that? How do we get them, you know, on the right track? Um, Let's see if we can. That will be our goal today, with any luck, um, to be able to Mm. address those three questions.
0: (laughs) I take on that goal. (laughs)
1: all right so i'm gonna ask you i'm gonna throw that first one right at you tom from uh over here which is why why do we need to set meaningful goals
0: Mm. well we need to set goals in general because um our coachee needs to have something that they're working for and you know most people in their lives they don't set goals uh they have found uh there was a a couple big university studies where uh, they actually taught the students in freshman year, they taught half the students how to set goals and follow them and keep up on them and be accountable. Like, you know, um, almost like self-coaching. They taught them that. And the other half they did not. And then they followed them through their first uh, 10, 15 years of professional life. And lo and behold, the ones who had had that goal setting class did much better uh, as far as, the positions that they attained, you know, professionally, uh, their income, uh, just in generally being more successful. So that's 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 just one reason why goals are very important to set, and we don't do that. The, the but but then you go even further and say meaningful goals, and that that is very that's quite deep. Meaningful goals would be goals that. Well, have meaning to us. And how can you have something that has meaning to you? It's something that goes deeper below uh, maybe a material success that you want to have. It's going below that. It's going into your, probably your value system, your feelings, what you really want at a deeper level, your inner commitments, and all of those things. Uh, would you agree with that, Paul?
1: Yeah, I would. I actually, you know, I know a lot of people that set goals. Um, there are people out there that I work with that, you know, set goals. But what I find is is those goals tend to be quite meaningless in in the sense that they feel like they need to achieve something, so they say, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, without really taking the time and energy to really digest it and think about does it really align with their values? Does it really align with their true sense of purpose and where they wish to be going in life? I'm I'm not Mm -hmm. saying that we all have to have this, you know, big life purpose, this big goal that we're all achieving. But I think what it does when we set meaningful goals, it gives us a bit of a GPS system to work towards. Um, my analogy to it is thinking about, you know, I'm, I love sailing, right? And I, I always think that, you know, not having a goal is like having a sailboat without a rudder, a way to steer. Mm-hmm. Because what happens is that you end up going out onto the ocean and it depends depending on the wind that's the direction you go you know and if but if you are able to steer that boat you can use the wind you can use the the turmoil you can use the uh, the the tide you can use you can use everything around you to help you to get to where you need to go but you need to know where you need to go first you have to have a sense of direction
0: yeah otherwise you well, if you don't know where you are and you don't really know exactly where you want to go, it's going to be a kind of a confusing trip. <laughs>
1: yeah. And a frustrating one. Very frustrating.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, Tom, I, yeah. I actually find, I think it was last year and I, between you and I and the listeners, I tend to take a bit of a record of, you know, common topics that I coach people around. So I like to look at if there's any common, you know, topics coming up amongst, you know, the people that I work with and, one of the interesting ones last year was that people have come to me to have a goal so the whole coaching engagement was around can you help me set some kind of goal because I feel like I've lost my sense of direction I need I need to re-energize my sense of purpose I guess
0: hmm. yeah well purpose uh, that that gets again deeper into values and a lot of times our. Coaching e, when they come to us they might not have a, a a super clear idea of what it is exactly they want to go towards so uh we may oftentimes have to start with something like doing the the wheel of balance to look at the balance of their life so that they can see where they're performing okay and where they might want to set goals in or we can have them explore their values um and 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 check to see if are they living up to their values? If not, then what kind of goals could they set so that they could be living towards their values? Uh, a lot of people do have an idea about what they want as well. They might, they might have an idea that they want to, you know, get promoted. They want to start their own business. Uh, they just want to make more money. They want to, they want to be able to take a great trip next year. But we we can still check those against. Well, where are you at right now? In, in your balance in your life, mm. what do you feel about yourself, what are your values, that's really going to help them to add another layer to this goal that they already have in mind. Or it might even it might even change their mind about the types of goals that they want, if they do these kinds of checks first. So meaningful goals, I suppose it has to start with, well, do you have a meaningful life? do you have a connection to a meaningful life if you if you start to have that then you can start to build on that and create goals that will help you have a meaningful life
1: so as we move in or as we transition into that second question of what is a meaningful goal it's something as you said it's related to a a sense of yourself and the purpose your life purpose um Mm. i also think that people that tend to have a sense or have you know, set meaningful goals, have goals that are very clear, concise. You know, these these goals are like they know exactly what they want and it resonates at a deep level. They can just, you know, it doesn't have to be a three-page essay. In fact, very often a meaningful goal is just something very short, concise, to the point. But it holds a lot of value and it holds a lot of meaning, like we said. And so for me, what is a, a meaningful goal really starts with a goal that is clear, concise, to the point, And it does connect with um, who you are as a person and what you value.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it has all of that. And that's, that's not always a, a super easy thing to do. Um, but I can think about an example uh, that I heard from a coaching conversation. And um, so the the coachee wanted to lose weight. So her initial goal, her in her idea was, I'd like to lose ten kilograms by the next, you know, four months. And the coach said, "Well, that's very straightforward and probably achievable. But what would what would make that goal just really sing to you? What would how how could you rephrase that goal where it would bring in some?" Some passion and excitement and a connection to you that's more than just a number on a scale. So the coach, I remember she 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 thought probably for about thirty seconds was quiet, and then she's like, "I got it. What I really want is I have a pair of jeans I haven't been able to fit in in like the last three years, and I want to be standing in those jeans, wearing them, and and standing in front of my mirror and kind of like spinning around, just laughing because." I can finally wear these jeans again. And, you know, it sounds like kind of a a, a funny goal, but in another sense, wow, she took just this number on a scale to something that really excited her and gave her vision and gave her meaning, Um, you know, and you could just hear the confidence in her voice and the self-esteem that was moving up. And that, so for me, that was like a a, a really powerful goal um, Mm -hmm. and meaningful goal.
1: You actually have um, opened up something there. You got me thinking, Tom, and it really relates to something that you and I have talked about before, which is, you know, that difference between motivation and inspiration around a goal. So, so for example, her her journey of initially just wanting to lose a few pounds or whatever – that could be very motivating. And I, you know, it's great. You know, I mean, everybody does this, don't they? As we discussed, you know, at the beginning of the new year, you have a new year's resolution. I'm going to learn, I'm going to lose five kilos. I'm going to lose 10 pounds, 20 pounds, whatever. And there's all this hype because it's, it's, it's motivating. It's a fresh start. But the problem with motivation is, is it only lasts as long as it lasts. It, 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 it's actually motivation to me and maybe I'm just playing on semantics and words here, but motivation for me is very much short-lived. We want, we want people to connect with things that inspire them. Um, and there was an article that you sent me before, Tom, and I remember reading it. And it was something in it was that uh, the line said, when you are inspired, you naturally do the things that you need to do. And that, to me, is really... A, the heart of having having set that meaningful goal so with that lady that you were talking about you know losing a number is one thing but when she really connected when she really resonated with what she would think and feel at that time and made those connections those those connections actually run deep and I think that it's so much easier to go to the gym it's so much easier to stick to a diet it's so much easier to be mindful of what you're eating and what you shouldn't be eating than because it, it, it has meaning, doesn't it? It's, it's like, yeah, when I do this, this is, this is what's going to happen. Um, as opposed to, well, oh, yeah, it'd be great if I could lose a few kilos. Well, it would be great for everybody, I guess. But that's, that's it's just too short-lived for me. Hmm.
0: Yeah. The, the, the motivation can, can be useful, but it's all exterior. It's kind of the thing that's kind of like hitting us in the back of the head, reminding us that, you know, okay, I need this. I need this. This is something I should do. It's something I, I need to do. But it's not something that I am inspired to do, which comes from the internal engine of our passion and, and uh, what we really want at a deeper, insightful level. And if we can, if we can tap into that, uh, yeah, that's like a fire that burns all the time from within.
1: You know, I, when you said that, I think um, in terms, because I do a lot around leadership and management programs, is one of the things I always think about, inspiration is like good leadership and motivation is like a good manager. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> one is sort of pulling you and one is pushing you.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. That's so true. It's it's funny, you know. Yeah. But we but we oftentimes I think we're so used to trying to find ways to motivate ourselves instead of really going inside. And when we're when we're actually when we're working on our goals off the the fumes of our inspiration the fire of our inspiration it means that we've really gotten into touch about what we really want and so i i believe that it also puts us into that flow state uh when we're inspired which makes a lot of things that that normally might be tedious or whatever gives them reason and makes makes it exciting and um you know, almost turns up, turns off time in a sense of when we're working so we just don't get bored by the goal because we realize that it's so important for us at a deep level.
1: So, Tom, I mean, we've looked at here, we've looked at why we need it, what it should be like, how it should resonate with us, um, how it should inspire us. But how, as coaches, then, do we help people to set these meaningful goals? Mm.
0: A lot of it starts with the beginning of the conversation when we were just exploring what our, what our, you know, coachee wants to work on with us. So you might say, does it well, what would you like to bring to coaching today? And, and, uh, they may have a general goal. Uh, I don't know why I always go to the weight, but it's an an easy one to, to explore. So they might say, uh, yeah, I, I want to lose some weight. And that's a very generic goal. So we have to take that idea and we have to try to make it more specific, more personal, more meaningful. So what what kind of things might you ask if someone said that to you? My goal is to lose weight. What's what's something that you might be able to say, Paul?
1: Hmm. Um, I would actually ask questions... around so what what for what benefit or for what purpose this is an interesting goal for what benefit or for what purpose
0: mm-hmm.
1: what would yeah. the value be of 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 doing such or going on this journey
0: mm. yeah that's a great one you know talking anything around the meaningfulness of of the goal you know what is what is the, what is the real purpose and you can go quite deep as well some people might mm-hmm. say well it's a uh, swimsuit season or something like that that's, that's not, that's not too deep, but you could then ask, Oh, how important is that to you to lose the weight?
1: Yeah. Mm. I actually, I, I like, actually, you can actually, I find you can chunk down on that question like three or four times. So when, when you actually mm. ask somebody the question, so for what purpose, they give you an answer. Like you said, uh, okay, lose weight. For what purpose? So I can wear a bikini for what purpose? And you can actually get down to that point. where I will actually just feel much better about myself. Mm. And that really is where the meat of the goal lies, isn't it? It's, it's that feeling that you're connected to when you achieve it. Um,
0: yeah. I, I can show myself that I have the power to do something that I say I'm going to do. It could get down to that, you know.
1: It can. Mm. Yeah. Well, and
0: another, another good way to check on the meaningfulness or the, the importance of the goal is, is to explore uh, very quickly what might, be getting in the way and you can just say um what's keeping you from being able to achieve this goal Hmm. because Mm -hmm. because there's a gap right anytime we have a coaching goal there's some gap that they have to discover i've heard some people call that the uh, secret dilemma so the dilemma or the challenge is i want to lose weight but then there's a secret dilemma and oftentimes it's what what is what is stopping you
1: from mm-hmm.
0: achieving the goal on your own right now.
1: Yeah, because I think a lot of times even when people are clear about what they want to do, they just don't do it. Mm. It's just um, and they and, and you know what? I, I think we're really creative. Human beings are creative, Tom. We're good at making excuses. So when yeah. we don't follow through with something, it's very easy for us to come up with all sorts of rational reasons they're emotional reasons but we rationalize them and then we mm. rationalize them to make ourselves feel better about not following through with what we wanted to commit with but over time what that does is that sort of damages our self self-esteem or our sense of you know who we are sometimes it's like we we always set in these goals we don't follow through with and um, so yeah it's good if you can look at what blocks people because that again is a great way to really uncover why they haven't taken action on it before. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Right.
0: And, and and then there's there's one more part. So we can explore around the getting a, a better definition of, you know, losing weight. So like you said, you know, finding out the meaning of it, finding out how important it is to them, finding out what might have gotten in the way. And we've explored those things, then a very good idea is to set a clear session goal or as they say in, in uh, ICF, core competency language, setting a clear measure of success. Yeah. How how can we measure that by the end of the conversation, we've been successful in exploring the goal, you know, to your satisfaction?
1: Mm, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned uh, core competency because... You know, for those of you out there that are aspiring to be coaches or if you are coaches, you must really make sure that you're aligning yourself with these competencies. And this is, you know, this type of goal setting activity is really linked um, to these competencies as a coach. Mm.
0: Yeah, yeah, they they really are. And uh, they're not there just for fun. They, they, they really do work as well. Uh, if you set a really good session goal or measure of success, it can really create a, a laser-focused conversation because you you know very specifically what you want to work on. And basically, all it is is like, so maybe after five minutes of general exploration of the goal, like we talked about exploring meaning and importance and things that might get in the way, you would say, so we have about a half an hour to work with one another, you know, from this point on. And I'm wondering what would a good measure of success be for you in terms of what you want to get from this goal and what you want to discover in this session with me? Mm -hmm. So now that the the coachee has an idea, they might say, maybe something came up, for example, when I said, uh, what gets in the way? Maybe they'll say, oh, I procrastinate. So maybe that kind of brought something up their mind. So they, they might say, I think what I need to work on is developing a couple of strategies. So when I procrastinate or go off my diet, I have a way to get right back onto it. So then I would say, okay, so it sounds like your measure of success is to come up with maybe two or three strategies that you can use to ensure that you stay on your diet. Mm. Oh yes. Okay. And then, then it's good because we have a quite specific goal and it's measurable because by the end of the conversation, I could say, so did we meet uh, what you wanted to accomplish in this session? And they say, yeah, I have two really good strategies and I'm excited to start using them.
1: You know, this is this this is linked as well to science, neuroscience, because the brain is very easily distracted. Um, and so it will always try to grapple on or hold hold on to other ideas and thoughts that you know will will distract it and you know what what you're doing here tom in the way that you're setting people up and measuring success is you're helping them to keep focused to to remain yeah. focused throughout that session and yeah. um it's because again even even when people are ready to have a good discussion very often they can get sidetracked and if you yeah. haven't got a clear measure of success even as a coach, it's very easy to let the the conversation go astray. And um, really, yeah, very, very, very valuable point. Um, One other thing I'd like to share as well, while we're talking about this is, I find it really helpful to, you know, don't you don't always have to come up with the perfect goal in one session, I always find it's great to have the coach, go back and reflect and see if they can actually form a statement, write it down. And, you know, make that goal you know shine and refine it. Yeah, I think David Rock used that um
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, he's a great great um neuroscientist who's talking about getting people to really you know shine refine um the goals because the more concise and clear it gets for the person, the better and it it really just has to be meaningful for the coachee as well it's not something that we have to attach to it just has to be something that's meaningful and relevant to the person who wants to achieve it
0: yeah and there's yeah and there's there's definitely some differences as well if we are coaching someone as a kind of a one-off coaching session compared to if we're going to work with someone on a few goals over a series of coaching engagements right so we might have six or eight sessions within the next three months so we we might work on bigger goals and in that case you, like you said we we probably would really want to spend at least one session exploring what the goals are going to be before we even get into the you know the coaching around the goals we want like you said to to really get them to be able to define and then refine and then shine the goals. If I recall correctly,
1: yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, I, think like I got that. myself mixed up. And <laughs> yeah, I haven't
0: thought about that for a long time, but but that's true, and it's it's something I do do. You know, it's like especially if you're going to be seeing someone over a period of time, uh, just to make sure that the goals are really powerful, uh, and it takes uh, there's there's different processes you can use, but it's it's very useful to do that, especially in long term coaching.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Well, Tom, look, it's, um, gosh, it's, it's gone too fast again. Uh, we're nearly at the end of the podcast. I mean, so really just to quickly reflect on what we've discussed today, we've talked about, you know, setting meaningful goals, the why, why do we need them, what they look like. And of course, we've given a couple of tips, um, on how coaches can help coaches, you know, help them to set meaningful goals. Is there anything that you'd like to say to sort of just put the icing on the cake?
0: Oh, the icing on the cake. Uh, <laughs> um, I, I, I think you know throughout the process. For me, it's really important for us to acknowledge our coachy that mm. they have taken the they have made the choice to mm, enhance their their lives or to to you know yeah I I don't know exactly how to say it but they're 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 stepping out of you know the comfort zone when they set goals because oftentimes you don't really know what's going to happen when you set the goals. And so really being there to support and acknowledge um, and uh, show respect for uh, our coachee uh, is going to boost them and make them more, even even more confident to work on their goals.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We have to acknowledge people when they're brave and have the courage, the courage to go on this path. Um, It, It, it takes a lot out of people i think mentally emotionally and depending on what their goals are could be physically as well so um well look Tom it's been another great conversation i am excited to look well to do the next one actually i know we've got a lot of uh topics coming up um around coaching the coaching conversations um we we actually will be we as as most of you know we run coach training programs um we have another one launching Uh, 1st of July actually it's online so it doesn't matter where you're listening from around the world Tom and I would definitely like to welcome you onto that program if you would like to become an accredited uh, certified coach Um, and of course our our program is in line with International Coach Federation Um, so yeah get in contact with us at um, admin at pccponline.com and we will share some information with you.
0: Right. And if you just want to visit our website first and take a look at uh, what we have to offer, you can go to www.pccponline.com uh, and uh, uh, let us know what you think. And, and we would love to have you on our course. We have a good time and we have deep learning and it's a high highly interactive course uh, where um, you really get to express yourself and learn from all of the other learners as well.
1: All right, Tom, I think we're done for today. I shall see you on the other side. Have a good one.
0: Yeah, thank you, Paul, and see you on the other side as well. Good day.